0: All right, folks. Let's make this fast. It's late and I'm old. <laughs> Six five, the Blue Jays beating the Boston Red Sox, taking the brooms to uh, taking the brooms out, <laughs> sweeping the Red Sox in the three-game series. Kevin Barker, over four hours of high-quality Major League Baseball oh. played out in front of us today let's get right to the analysis of the crucial points of the game shall we first of all let's talk about Cavan Biggio's base running the uh, the eventual winning run running on contact George Springer at the plate uh, again George Springer puts the ball in play fielder's choice throw was a little high but that was
1: really Cavan Biggio making a really good play wasn't it it was, well, you got to give George Springer credit. He put, he put the ball in play against a really tough pitcher. You know, the different arm angle, two strikes, you just got to somehow figure a way to put it in play. And Kevin Biggio has always been a good base runner to big leagues. No matter if he's having a good season, if he's having good at bats, he gets on base. He wants to run the bases. And that's the first thing. That's the first step. But for, for me, it's about you, you want to keep momentum. You don't want to go, stop, start again when you're running on contact. And and that's exactly what it did. You want to get squared up to where you want to end up your slide, and he does that better than than most people. Both shoulders towards the target. Don't stop your momentum. Keep it going. And, and, and the slide into home plate, it's that rule, right, where the catcher has to give you the lane and you can go head first. You can go to the back of, of the, the base at home plate and – Look, that's – again, this is – it was ugly. You know, it wasn't a, wasn't a pretty win, but this is what good teams do. They figure out ways to win on the road, and that's what the Blue Jays are doing.
0: There are 13 games over 500. Jordan Romano pitching two innings. Kevin hitting 99 miles an hour in his second inning of work. His ninth inning through 14 pitches, 12 sliders, two fastballs. One of the fastballs was a single by J.D. Martinez. Uh, the other – fastball was a 97 mile an hour fastball that struck out franchi cordero um and then he throws three sliders to uh Quique hernandez to get to get the double play and then i mentioned the 10th inning again with the automatic runner in play in the 10th inning he comes in gets a <clears throat> solid play from matt chapman strikes out jaron duran induces kevin plowicki to uh to pop up to to first
1: base jordan romano does it again kevin Sure. Well, I mean, it just seems like he—he—he's, you know, trying to be one of the best closers in baseball. The, the velocity's a big deal, right? It's—it's—it used to be he'd come in, he'd throw 94. You'd see anywhere from that 94 to 99. Now he's sitting at 99. That—that's what great closers do. When you got it, you should be able to maintain it. He's figured out routines. He's figured out how to simplify things. You know, you can tell the heart rate is the same a lot of the times now, and that's one of the hurdles late in games is how do you figure out how to keep that heartbeat from getting too fast and and expanding and overthrowing, and he just seems to be able to figure out ways to be able to throw two pitches when he needs to throw them and, and get key outs. And I, I don't know about you, but it looked to me like he wanted the 10th inning. You know, you, you could see Garcia down there warming up, and it was basically, no, nah, good. You know, I've thrown 16 pitches. Garcia threw 26 yesterday. I'll take this. I got this inning, goes out there and, get, you know, gets it done on the road. It's, it's it's sort of what exactly what good teams need. They need that ninth inning guy, and they have that guy, Jordan Romano. Yes, indeed, they do.
0: Uh, lots of folks weighing in on Jordan Romano on the text line. The text line is five ninety five ninety. Sam from Hamilton might be getting a little bit carried away. He wants to know if I think Jordan Romano or we think Jordan Romano is the best closer the Jays have had since Dwayne Ward. I like Jordan Romano. Uh, I would suggest folks take a look at B.J. Ryan's first year, and I would also suggest they take a look perhaps at what Roberto Osuna did here before he was uh, – he was run out of town by by a four, shouldn't say run out of town, justly run out of town for uh, domestic assault uh, charges. Jordan Romano's been really good this year. I'm not ready to put him uh, in, in the pantheon of Blue Jays relievers yet, but I'll tell you what,
1: um, he's got my attention. Give to do credit every every adjustment he he's had to make he's made it like you you know the the simplified the all the stuff that he used to do with the squatting and the, you know the how fast he was running out of the bullpen and, and his routine to, that enables him to now maintain velocity which is a huge deal I've said it if you can throw it you should be able to throw it whenever you need it he's maintaining that so give him credit man it's I don't know about you but now every time he gets the baseball I expect him to get the save not not hoping he gets the save
0: kevin we saw another error by bo bichette tonight uh his 15th error that led to the led to the tying the tying run and kind of created all the drama kelly miller and prince albert wants to know why i'm so high on bo average metrics does not have an adequate arm for his position poor plate discipline cannot catch up to a heater to pull the ball i i admit kelly that uh I'm not questioning why I'm so high on Bo Bichette. I still think Bo uh I think. I think there are, there are other issues in this team right now. I, I think they're winning with Bo Bichette doing what Bo Bichette's doing, and, and and Bark. We've talked about this a lot. I just think it's a bad year for him. But yeah, the 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 bad year at the plate. What we cannot see happen down the stretch here is frustration set in. And both start to make more defensive errors. And I saw a number from SportsNet stats. I think he's the worst uh, in, in terms of defensive runs saved using fan graphs
1: metrics of all qualified shortstops in baseball. He's not a finished baseball player. Uh, Offensively, he's not finished. Uh, You know, he has good mechanics. That leg kick, I think he's mastered that. Now it's just about what he's swinging at and what he's not swinging at. And you can tell he gets a good pitch to hit no matter what the velocity is. He's able to put barrel to it. It's just a lot of the times when he expands and, and, you know, he lets the situation sometimes, at least when I'm watching – the situation gets a little bit too big. He starts to expand. He wants to do too much. You know, he wants to prove. I know where he's been hitting the last couple of days, but they have put him in the 7 hole. He wants to prove to everybody he's not a 7-0 hitter. It's hard to do that, right? He's pressing a little bit. He's having a bad year. But the throws, you know, sometimes the, the, the feet are not connected to the upper half. The arm gets all out of whack. He's choking the ball off. And a lot of the times or some of the time, Vladdy doesn't help him out any.
0: the Blue Jays beat the Boston Red Sox in 10 innings. They have swept the Red Sox. They've set a club record with their 13th win of the season against the Boston Red Sox, the most in franchise history against that particular team. Both teams did an awful lot of squandering opportunities tonight, but in the end, the Blue Jays came through one more time than the Red Sox came through. 6-5 is the final. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It's Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590. The fan. 6-5. The Blue Jays taking the brooms to the Boston Red Sox. They'll return home for a three-game series tonight. Or I should say at the Rogers Center starting, I guess we could call it tonight. It's going to be tonight in about five minutes. And uh, that will include Saturday's ceremony to uh, honor the 1992 Blue Jays World Series champions. That will be a game in which Alec Manoa takes on Shohei Otani. And if you haven't got tickets for that game, good luck. Mortgage your house, because that's about the only way you're going to get tickets. to See that game. And now the Bet365 standings update. With Bet365, you can bet at things like player props. Totals. Or the money line across many different sports. 19-plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. The only team involved in the postseason picture right now in the American League still playing are the New York Yankees. They're kicking the snot out of the A's right now. It was 10-0 the last time I looked. Giancarlo Stanton's back hit a scorcher in this game. Uh, Elsewhere today, the Houston Astros beat the Minnesota Twins 6-3. Tampa Bay finished off the Angels 8-3. The Seattle Mariners beat the Cleveland Guardians 3-1. And those Baltimore Orioles, man, give them an extra out, they'll take advantage of it. They beat the Chicago White Sox 4-3. So the standings are as follows in the American League East. The Yankees still playing are 76-48. Tampa Bay is 69-55, currently 7-back. Toronto, 68-55, currently 7 and a half back. Baltimore's 11-back. They're 65 and 59, and you really don't care about the Boston Red Sox. In the wild card race Tampa Bay is 69 and 55. I mentioned they're a game and a half up. Toronto's a game up, and uh, Seattle's got the final wild card spot. Baltimore's two and a half back. Minnesota's five back, uh, as are the Chicago White Sox. Um, Kevin Barker, the Boston Red Sox tonight. Had back-to-back innings that worked out this way. Runner on third, no outs.
1: Bases loaded and none out. Couldn't put a run across the plate. Well, run producers don't grow on trees. I tell you this all the time. You laugh at me, you throw things at me on our show and you say it's a team that's a team stat. Well no it's not. Every time a guy comes up with runners in scoring position, it's up to that guy at the plate to figure out a way to score that run. That's called situational hitting. And there's a reason why the Red Sox are not any good. You know, it's it's injuries, it's it's pitching side, it's it's situational hitting and some of the times it's defense, some of the times it's it's base running. But this is what good teams do, and when bad teams are bad teams, they don't get it done when it matters the most. That's what the Red Sox did tonight.
0: A couple of minutes left. What did you make of Kevin Gossman's performance tonight? He owns this team, absolutely owns the Red Sox. Not so tonight. Five innings, nine hits, four earned runs, six strikeouts, no walks. Um, ball in play a lot, and we've talked about Kevin Gossman and his, you know, uh, and his fielding independent pitching numbers. Um, which suggests that he's one of those guys who's getting a little bit of hard luck. But as you point
1: out, the ball's in play a lot because he's around the plate a lot. He is. He's not going to walk you. You know. I wonder. I, I want to say the velocity's down. But when he needed ninety five, ninety six, he threw it. I just he's don't. It, yeah. I just. Yeah. I just don't understand what the ninety ninety one was. Was that? Was he trying to sink it a little bit into righties? Was he gripping it differently? That's why the velocity, the the ball wasn't coming off his fingers the way he wanted it to. I'm not real sure. You know. He threw enough strike ones. Hey, he felt what he faced twenty three batters. He threw eighteen mm-hmm. strike ones. That's good. What What hurt him a little bit was, uh, and the the leadoff hitters got on three out of the five times. That means. He was in trouble right out the gate. He was trying to pitch out of trouble. He was trying to control damage and and with two strikes. Of the nine hits he gave up, six of those were with two strikes. So it's you know, it's letting the leadoff hitter on and it's not being able to put the hitter away when he had two strikes. That's what hurt him. That's why the pitch count went up. That's why you saw him laboring. I just wonder what the, the mile per hour, why it was where it was consistently, because when he needed he he got it. Yeah, Make his you scratch average. your head a little.
0: His average tonight was 93-2. You're right, he did did jack it up a little bit uh, Mm. later in the game. But again, this is a guy... I don't know, maybe... You know, look, he had an ERA of 1.38, 37 strikeouts, two walks. This is, what, the fifth time he's faced Boston this year? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with it. Anyhow, bottom line, Blue Jays win 6-5. They have swept the Red Sox. They're 13 games over 500. Here come the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Here come the Chicago Cubs time to uh, put some distance between yourself and the rest of the wildcard team's Blue Jays. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat snacks, Feed your wild side, baseball fans.